0: and welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast that, when it's not out of control, it's not in control. My name is Mitchell McIntyre. And
1: I'm Vanessa Volney.
0: And this is the worst movie of the series so far. It has
1: to be the worst, because I've seen and <clears> Shaw, <throat> and it only gets better from here.
0: We hope. Um, so, for those of you who are just tuning in on this, the third episode of the season, Why? Um, but
1: thanks for joining us nonetheless. Yeah. Hey,
0: that's where I'm happy to have you. Um, this is our review of the fast and the furious three Tokyo drift. Um, and it is unanimously known as the worst of the series. Mm-hmm. And I get it. <laughs> um, I had never seen this movie before. Uh, but we, like, we've all made jokes. hmm We've all, we've all talked about how dumb an, an, the name Tokyo Drift is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but what I was not prepared for was how dumb this movie is. Yeah,
1: it's truly terrible. Um,
0: so for those of you who don't know or don't remember, this movie... <laughs> Is the first one in the series to not have any connection, however tenuous, to well that's not true. Uh, the major plot of the film has no connection, however tenuous, to the original two Fast and the Furious. Uh, neither uh, Vin Diesel or Paul Walker play a role in this movie. Um, well, and, well, he, uh, we'll get to it. In fact, this movie stars nobody really. (laughs) You that you've ever heard. This is very much the direct to DVD version of this film. Like this should have been if Netflix had existed in two (laughs) thousand and six. This would have been Netflix presents Fast and the Furious (laughs) three. that that's how not great it is. Anyway, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift follows high school car enthusiast Sean Boswell, who's who's very, who's very clearly 35. Who is? Well, he's he's actually 24. Is he? Uh yeah. Um played by Lucas Black, who is sent to live uh, in Tokyo with his father and finds solace in the car the city's drifting community. That sounds more interesting than it is. Uh, Lucas Black, who I have heard of tangentially, um, I, but I don't really know, uh, actor, obviously. Most famous probably for being uh, in NCIS New Orleans. Uh, oh, that's not a good one. F- from 2014 to 2020. Uh, his notable films include. Sling Blade in 1996, Crazy in Alabama in 99, All the Pretty Horses in 2000, Friday Night Lights in 2004, Jarhead in 2005, this thing, (laughs) Get Low in 2009, Legion in 2010, in Seven Days in Utopia in 2011. So that's our main character. He has the thickest southern accent, to the point where I kind of think it's fake. (laughs) Like, this guy sounds like fucking uh, Bucky Mm -hmm. Uh, McBoing-Boing. Wow. Anyway, um, the movie also stars uh, an actor by the name of Sung Kang. He plays Han. Uh, Fun fact about Han is this is not the first time this character has appeared in a movie. So, director Justin Lin, who we'll get to in a minute, uh, did a movie before this called Better Luck Tomorrow. And it was a like an Asian gangster flick, kind of kind of like his attempt at um a Guy Ritchie film, right? So the character of Han, uh there uh his name was Han Han Lu, LUE, Lu-a? lu Han Lu. Han uh, Lu. Han
1: Lu depends on who's talking.
0: Yeah, is the exact same character as Han uh, Seol uh, I, ap- I apologize if I'm getting his name wrong uh, in The Fast and the Furious they're they're directly connected which is kinda neat uh, he has also played characters in the movie Pearl Harbor uh, War Live Free or Die Hard or Die Hard 4.0 for those of you in the UK Bullet to the Head Code 8 and a movie that just came out, speaking of Netflix, We Can Be Heroes.
1: So these are the B-cut Asians that couldn't make it into crazy rich Asians.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I got a double... No, I would have I would have noticed when I looked it up. Um, and uh, our, our third kind of... Uh, in, in The Fast and the Furious 1, we had Ja Rule. In The Fast and the Furious 2, we had uh, Ludacris, which to me is an upgrade. And here in the Fast and the Furious 3, we have a marked step down <laughs> as we have Bow Wow, formerly Lil Bow Wow.
1: Of the little nature. Of the
0: little nature. <laughs> uh, but he is, honestly, he's okay. Uh, he's, bow wow. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. He's not the worst actor in the movie. He is given the least to do. Uh, but Anyway. Um, the director is uh, by a uh, guy by the name of Justin Lin, uh, who you've probably heard of as the guy who did the rest of the Fast and Furious franchise. If I'm not mistaken, he does three. He also did four, five, and six.
2: Uh,
0: I will double check that for you uh, when we get up to him. But Justin Lin and the Fast and Furious franchise and the writer of this movie kind of pick it up and carry it forward. That does not leave me with a lot of confidence, (laughs) given the movie we just watched. But here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. I gotta assume this was just lack of um, experience, because here are the other things he's known for. Uh, Community.
1: Okay, we should probably back up. Is this before or after?
0: All of this, all of the things that I'm about to say are after. I see. Um, He did uh, Community, which is, uh, if, if you don't know... My favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did... Uh, episodes of... True Detective. Mm-hmm. The the first season, the one that everybody liked. Uh, and, to me, the best of the new uh, Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Beyond. Oh!
1: Is that the one with Khan? Or which one? No, you know? no,
0: this was the good one. Um, with... Uh, when, when we did, we we broke space by using the Beastie Boys.
1: I vaguely remember this,
0: yes. We have it on Blu-ray. We'll watch it again. It's it's honestly, it's a solid movie. Uh, it was the first one not directed by J.J. Abrams.
1: Oh, so uh, there's less lens fire.
0: Less, but not none. <laughs> uh, so Justin Lin is obviously a talented director. This just seems very early in his career. Or he phoned it in. Or he phoned it in. One oh one of them, because yikes. Uh, So released in the United States on June sixteenth, two thousand and six, the film received mixed reviews and grossed one hundred and fifty nine million dollars worldwide. Is that, a lot? that sounds like a lot, grossing like making one hundred and fifty nine million dollars. That's a lot of money when some films get like two or three. Yeah, this makes it the lowest grossing film in the franchise.
1: Did it make a profit?
0: It did one hundred and fifty nine million dollars. One hundred, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred fifty nine million dollar profit.
1: Oh, I thought because gross means before profit. That's just Oh, pretend. well,
0: I, I should say it made $159 million on its first weekend. Oh. Um, so it made a hell of a profit. It did, it did. But um, making it the lowest-grossing film in the franchise, that's not great. Uh, you're right, yeah. It made $159 million overall. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the budget, but.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, considering this is a billion-dollar franchise, then again, it is also nine movies. Yeah. Um, this
1: accounts for 10% of its budget.
0: Yes. Oh, no. Uh so here's a bit of a thing that I thought was kind of funny. Paul Walker wasn't asked to return. It's not that they asked him and turned it down. He was not asked to return because the studio felt that he was too old. <laughs> Paul Walker at the time would have been 33. <laughs> they did, however, ask Vin Diesel back who did turn it down. The uh Vin Diesel who was 30 Nine, at the time of this movie, would have been made. Oh. The idea of the plot for this is actually Fast and the Furious presents Agatha Christie. Because it would have been him, Dominic Toretto, uh-huh. going to Tokyo. Uh-huh. Learning to drift. And solving a murder. Excuse you? Yeah.
1: Oh, we've jumped this shark.
0: This was the original script when Justin Lin signed on, but he asked for it to be rewritten. Because well because he thought it would be um offensive
1: this is the non-offensive i
0: could not imagine obviously justin lynn is an asian filmmaker um i could not imagine what that first movie looked like
1: yeah because he probably took one win in, look at it put it in a trash can and set it on
0: fire i will get like i can just imagine just like you're going to tokyo Ba da na 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 boy, I got your picture. I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. And then they're in the thing. They're eating sushi and fried rice at the same time. He can't pronounce his Rs. Oh no. I will say though. Obviously, I can't. Being being white, I I can't say whether or not. Oh, uh, you know, it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. But for a movie set in Asia, in, in, Asia, in Tokyo, with predominantly Asian cast, mm-hmm. I felt it did pretty okay not, like, drifting into, uh... Oh. Yeah, it did pretty alright. I oh.
1: mean, there wasn't any obvious uh,
0: goofs. Although, the fact that the Yakuza is involved...
1: That's a little weird. That
0: but, that's like you just you looked up the first Japanese word you thought of, eh? Yeah,
1: but also let's look at the other two. Like we just found gangs wherever we found them, right? Like good point. Good so, point. So like it's actually sitting par with the rest of the movies. Um, yeah,
0: when you when you when you think of it like that, eh?
1: So you know you get a pass for that because everyone's getting made fun
0: of you. Yeah. Either. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the movie proper. Curtain up. 24-year-old high school student, Sean Boswell, comes in uh, to his high school through a metal detector, flanked, by, uh, flanked and patted down by security because America is a shithole. Uh, I thought, when they first came in, I thought, okay, they're going into high school through a metal detector. That's a little weird. And then his friend or his buddy, they lock eyes, he's like painted up. Yeah, he's the school mascot. He's the school mascot, I guess. And I thought for half a second, like, oh, maybe they're going into a racetrack. Like, or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, No, they're going into high school. That guy's just painted that way. Uh, Uh, For
1: reasons that completely baffle me, he's already suited up on, like, the first hour.
0: (laughs) The game isn't until the end of the day.
1: Yeah, like, what you doing, buddy?
0: Uh, We get a very slick opening credits uh, where we follow Sean throughout his day. Uh, it is immediately different from the first two, because the first two were very, like, fast and very, like, zooming and, like, here comes words across your screen, fast and also furious. Mm-hmm. This one is very slow. It's very, like, um, it's in slow mode. Things are very kind of, like, languid and slick, like, yeah, we're cool now. It doesn't work that way. I was about
1: to say, I hated that opening segment.
0: It's not great.
1: Okay, so I guess they were fighting... Uh, another team whose mascot were the Indians and they had Uh, a racist caricature of a pinata of a native man and they beat it and candy fell out. Did you not see that? I...
0: Honestly, um, when I realized (laughs) that the opening credits was going to be that long, I fast forwarded through it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I actually did that too and I'm usually morally against that crap. Uh, It's bad, guys. It's really bad. They're like, oh, it's a terrible school. See, look at all this bullying. And I'm like, Am I gonna need this we later? We never
0: see this school again.
1: Yeah. Like
0: uh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, after school, John goes to his parking lot where he's parked beside some blonde, hot lady, who praises his car and then immediately makes fun of him.
1: That's on par for high school.
0: He's like, "Hey, nice ride," and he goes, "Thanks. It gets the or thanks it gets the job done."
1: He's very southern, for a school that's very clearly not a southern yeah. school.
0: It's like, "Thanks, it gets the job done," and she goes, "What job? Delivering pizzas?" Listen, you're coming on to me. Uh, And then uh, they kind of like flirt talk for a little bit. And then the big high school jock bully, Mm -hmm. who is very clearly wearing a Minnesota Vikings jersey.
1: Is that
0: what that is? Yeah. He shows up. Fun fact, this is played by Zachary Ty Bryan. And if you grew up in the 90s like I did, that name sounds familiar. Because he was Brad from Home Improvement.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: no. And he's our big toughy tough tough boy.
1: For the next 30 minutes. For the next,
0: no, for the next 10. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. This doesn't last very long. Um,
0: I do not have his name written down, nor do I have the blonde lady's name written down. I think it was Cindy. Because once we um, move to Tokyo, none of this matters. That's true. So, um... He walks to his car with the the hot girl sitting into it, and they start comparing dick sizes. I mean, engines.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, dick sizes.
0: (laughs) And Sean, I guess he gets the upper hand, and so he drives away. And then naturally, as the football, like the quarterback, high school quarterback, he throws a baseball through his window.
1: It's very strange. Okay. And his window seems to be made of candy glass because it just sails right through the
0: fucker. Uh, So Sean stops, and he gets out of the car. And, like, he stands up, and a, a, a wrench, like, slides out of his sleeve.
1: Which is very confusing, because he's wearing either a t-shirt or a muscle shirt. Ergo, he doesn't have a lot of sleeve to do that. Where the heck was he hiding this wrench?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I I um, lobby that he is a descendant of Ezio Auditore. <laughs> uh, and it's a hidden blade. It's a hidden wrench, just like, shing! <laughs>
1: Man, that would have really helped him in the rest of the movie, honestly. Would have
0: been a better Assassin's Creed movie, too. Holy shit. You guys see that thing? Oh, it's
1: so bad. We gotta <laughs> do a podcast about it. Hey,
0: look, anything else. Um, you know we
1: have that around here somewhere. I we know, know we that, right? do, and it
0: hurts me on my very core. Uh, <laughs> so, like, he, like, stands stands tall, and then the the football team, like, line up against him, and I guess they're gonna fight him 19 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the it, whole school comes out here yeah now. the whole school like climb like crowds around they see he's got a wrench and they're just like nah man we're not gonna fight him he's got a wrench <laughs> uh and so blonde lady's like whoa whoa whoa! why don't we solve this with a race and sean's like yeah i only race for pink slips <laughs> to which uh zachary ty brian is like your car is a piece of shit my car is nice i'm not gonna put that up like we're not gonna race and then the blonde lady says, Why don't we race for me? Putting Zach's, Zachary Ty Bryan's girlfriend offers herself up as the prize. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It's bad, guys. Yeah. It's real bad. That's the kind of movie we're into. Oh, um, no. So they currently go into a currently being built suburb and race um so they like set up beside each other there is a truck that's like set up between them that's gonna drop the flag the flag is a a woman's bra that she takes off and throws it on the ground they are in high school Yeah. they are in high school and it is confirmed in dialogue that um Sean is under 18 yep so So, not that you can't be 18 and in high school, but either way, it's weird. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. really kind of creepy. So, the bra drops and the, like, the camera lingers on it. And they drive through and the wind kicks it up in the air and we follow the bra as it, like,
1: settles back down. This has to be made by a man because no girl would do that because all her bras are worth $50.
0: It was nice, too.
1: (laughs) That's why, like... More than fifty dollar ball. That may have been seventy five.
0: Yeah. Anyway, gross. So <laughs> the race starts, and then the music kicks in. Now it's two thousand and six. You're making a street racing film,
2: mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. in
0: Tokyo. Yes. What song do you use for the very first street race? Did somebody say Kid Rock? <laughs> they start playing, and it's Ball with a Ball uh. from Kid Rock so bad from like the 90s and oh my god
1: <laughs> it's really bad guys like <gasps> the music is not good in this movie and it never stops playing not the
0: kid <laughs> rock part just
1: a series of terrible movies
0: i like the idea just this one song playing for 90 straight minutes
1: i felt like it, it was just white noise throughout this entire movie like it was just bad song after bad song. You'd be like, "Oh, there's like five or ten minutes between." No, no, no,
0: no, no. This is the movie. Um, and it's the, like a bad music video. We are maybe thing. seven minutes into this movie at this point, and I have written down. Am I being punked? <laughs> Am I like, being punked right now? That is. It's it's the worst musical. Chabauda <laughs> ba. It's so from bad. From Kid Rock, early Kid Rock.
1: What year are we pretending it is?
0: Um. In the okay. So here's where things get squirrely. Um. This movie takes place in the time it was filmed, which is tw- 2006. However, according to the sequels... I did a little bit of research on it. This movie actually gets retconned into being in 2013. Because Han appears in the the, the sequels. Uh-huh. And, spoiler alert, we're going to get to it, but Han is killed in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so he does appear... Making this actually far later in this time the timeline.
1: Are we sure Han didn't just fake his death?
0: Well, see, that's the other thing. Um, and again, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But do you remember Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. There was the evil bad guy who was completely in shadow. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounded an awful lot like Han, didn't it? he?
1: Is that racist?
0: I don't know. Oh, no. I hope not.
1: Are you telling me Tokyo Drift... Is canonically the final movie?
0: No. Um, it is released in... They, they retconned it to 2013. Which means it takes place after... I want to say 6.
1: But like Hobbs and Shaw happens in 2018. Doesn't it?
0: Yeah. So he might not be dead. Did Han fake his death I God? have no idea. We'll get to that when we get there. Um, but yeah. So this race goes on for... So long. So long. And it's not interesting.
1: No. Um, they want it to be.
0: They want it to be, but it's not. It's not. Uh, they race through kind happen. of like a um, an in construction suburbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes just like how every race here goes. Bad guy wins for a little bit, then the good guy starts winning, then the bad guy overtakes him one last time, and the good guy wins. Kind of. Um, at one point, the girlfriend who was in the car with Zachary Tyb Ryan, um, Sean is winning. And the girlfriend looks to her boyfriend and says, I thought you loved me.
1: Mm.
0: You're the one who put yourself up for grabs. Like,
1: And then he goes faster. And then she starts <laughs> freaking out. Yeah, and
0: then he goes faster because that's how cars work.
1: Uh, yeah, because, like, I guess cars function on anger rather than gasoline and science. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she starts freaking out because the car goes out of the control. And then she cracks her fucking head open.
0: Well, yeah, so here's the thing, right? So, so they're racing He's losing. He gets up beside him and then starts like nudging his car, trying to run him off the road. This will turn out to be a light motif in this film. Um, so he like drives into the car, trying to knock Sean off the road, and she's like, "Stop, stop!" and he's like, "Shut up." <laughs> um,
1: That's a healthy relationship. Yeah, this is going
0: well. Uh, and then like he drive like he he turns too hard into try to knock him down, um, and he crashes. Uh, off, off off-road. And then Sean technically wins, but then crashes on his own volition.
1: (laughs) That's true. Like, I guess the implication was he was going way too fast, he couldn't stop, and the car just pole vaults into the desert.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they crash. Everyone survives with a couple of scratches, not much, because consequences do not exist in the Tokyo Drift World.
1: I'm just saying, like, uh, what's his name and the girl who crashed into a cement barrier, should be in the fucking hospital. Yeah.
0: Um, actually, the person who got the most damage is probably Sean, because his teeth are all messed up.
1: That's true. He smiles at her, and his teeth are really fucked up. Yeah. Which is kind of funny.
0: Uh, so the police, they, they're at the police station. Um, the officer is like, Hey, um, you're going to jail. They're going to walk, because they're rich and white and affluent. Uh, you're what we like to call a slam dunk. <laughs> Uh, so his mom shows up, who we see in one scene and only one scene. Mm-hmm. She shows up, and she's like, isn't there anything we can do? And he's like, no, he's a repeat offender. He has several tickets for um, reckless driving.
1: We don't know how he still has his license.
0: It sounds like they keep running warrants, because they he fucks up, races, gets in trouble, and then they move.
1: Yeah. Um, but, like, I guess the warrants aren't enforceable, because... Mom's doing everything right, and they're just like, "Well, I guess they're over there now. Can't go get him.
0: Uh, yeah. So it's like, a very loose
1: understanding of how the legal system works around here.
0: He, uh, and th- this is um where we find out that he is in fact under eighteen. Mm-hmm. This has all happened before his eighteenth birthday. Um, so <laughs> I have written here. It sounds like Sean needs to go to jail.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: He ain't learned in shit.
1: No. Apparently, they've moved three times in one year, and that's a lot.
0: Yeah, that is a lot. So, uh, he gets this rundown, and then Sean goes outside. His mom talks to the officer for a little bit. His mom comes back out, and he goes, Where are we moving this time? Like, it's her fault? (laughs) And she goes, We're not moving anywhere. The next scene, he's in Tokyo. I mean... What?
1: (laughs) Apparently, the deal was either he goes to Juvie, or he leaves the country.
0: Yeah, or he goes away.
1: Which is not how the legal system works. <laughs> but
0: that's the thing. Yeah, so it's explained. Um, it's not, well, it's not explained for a while, but his father lives in Tokyo for some reason. Um, he, I believe he's a police officer, although that's not really... I think he
1: actually works at the military base. Is it military? I wasn't sure. He's got sure. a bunch of Navy crap, so I thought he was like... Yeah,
0: you might be right. Um, so <laughs> he, he goes to Tokyo because <laughs> it's either that or jail. What a choice.
1: I'd go to Tokyo, fuck.
0: We get our f- first of 8,000 montages. Oh. I call this one the getting around montage because he's trying to learn the um, the subway system.
1: To his credit, we tried to learn that in Persona 5, and it was very confusing.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I have here Sean rings the doorbell, but my autocorrect changed it to Sean Mendez the doorbell. <laughs> Uh, Sean rings the doorbell of an old cafe owner where he'll stay in the attic until he can unlock his persona. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, he opens the door and it's his father. And his father is like, Huh, what? I, I thought you weren't coming until 7. Or, oh, until the 7th. And he's like, it is the 7th. And he's like, oh, hi. okay, excuse me. And he closes the door and it opens up and some kindly lady walks out. <laughs> I don't know if it's a one-night stand or a prostitute. Um,
1: Prostitutes are much more friendly, so I'm going to go with one-night
0: I, I I'm not sure, but it's awkward. Uh,
1: yeah, she's kind of pissed. Because I get bet, guess he dragged her out of bed. Yeah. And so she puts on her jacket, and she leaves, and she's... You never see her
0: again. You never see her again. Uh, I guess Sean Fathers kind of a deadbeat, um, because they have like an instantly acrimonious relationship. Um... And that's all we learned. We don't know what he did. We don't know why he's in Tokyo. We don't know anything about this man.
1: <laughs> Other than he is his father.
0: He is his father, and he works for the Navy, maybe.
1: He has a lot of Navy crap, and I only assume that's where he works.
0: Um,
1: Or he worked there, or maybe he's just a fan. I don't know. White people in the Navy are weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he says at one point, he's like, listen, if you're going to stay here, we got rules. And Sean goes, huh rules i kick him in the fucking sun yeah Whew. just send him to juvie just go to jail anyway the rules are simple go to school come home after school don't race hey
1: <laughs> i mean it's japan right their streets are super narrow like if they were gonna send a kid to rehabilitate him from racing yeah Japan's probably the answer until
0: japan fucked it all up with their drifting uh-huh. I am
1: convinced that's secretly like California and New York because there's no way. Uh, that no,
0: the... actually, it was filmed in Tokyo. Was
1: it? Yeah. What's it? When would the streets look like that? I, I don't know. They... I played Persona. The streets are about one car wide. Uh,
0: it was actually very difficult because they uh, wanted to film in Shibuya. Shibuya. But uh, they wouldn't let them. Yeah. Because so it's Shibuya. They did it anyway. Because according to Justin Lin, the police are so nice it takes him ten minutes to tell you to leave. So we just shot our stuff and left. <laughs> That's ballsy. It is, and it gave us this.
1: Let's say, but Japan's police force is notoriously uh, militaristic. So
0: Yeah. Uh so he finally gets to school, he like wakes up and he's got like a uniform and he's like, Huh. Are you kidding me? He's supposed to be like this, like Wise talking kid, nineties millennial, and I hate him. I hate him so bad. I know. Is that is this what millennials look like to the outsider? I think so. Yes. I'm I, sorry.
1: This is what our parents think we acted like uh, back in 2007. Jesus.
0: Uh. So he gets to school, and he in this school, they only speak Japanese. Like it's Japanese school. They only speak Japanese. They didn't provide him a translator. They didn't provide him anything, so he goes into class, mm-hmm. and like they, the teacher speaks Japanese to him. He's trying to figure it out. Uh, there's one English-speaking person in his class, conveniently. Uh, conveniently, mm-hmm. um, they tell him to go put on slippers instead of his actual shoes
1: because you can't wear your outside shoes inside.
0: Um,
1: you seen Persona? They have a wall of those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. So how the hell is he supposed to learn? <laughs> What's the point of him going to school if he doesn't understand the bloody language?
1: That's true. Uh, but I think the idea is he was supposed to pick it up or something. I, I mean,
0: immersion is one thing, but Jesus. He gets to school late because he can't figure out the, the subway system. Um, I get it. There is uh, another, there's a girl in his class who speaks English. I thought she was American, but she seems to be... Australian, uh, oh, sure. uh, yeah, of 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 some sort of. Sp- she speaks English. Is the important thing. She's gonna be our love interest. What are the chances? Uh, at lunch, he sits down and is greeted by a kid played by Bow Wow, mm-hmm. uh, whose name we don't know, but is nicknamed Twinkie. And he is constantly referred to by every character as Twink. Not a joke. Yeah. That happened. And there's something a little bit uncomfortable about Well, I guess it's it's a large white man calling a skinny black kid Twink. Yeah. Not that kind of movie. <laughs> You're right,
1: I'm going down on this rockin' twink thing.
0: <laughs> what, would what would Leonard Bernstein, Bernstein do? do? <laughs> uh, so Bow Wow sits down Twink, excuse me, sits down, and he's like, Hey, you wanna you wanna buy a laptop? No? Wanna buy a cell phone? Huh? Wanna buy some shoes?
1: I was here thinking, why is this child trying to unload his gear on? Why?
0: Is is it weird? Because, like, the idea is that these are faulty and, like, stolen materials that he's selling off. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit racist. Uh, Yeah, maybe. uh, At one point, Bow Wow, or um, Twink, excuse me, takes out a pair of Jordans. He's like, you like Michael Jordan? I love Michael Jordan. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: That's funny because it's a throwback to the movie Like Mike. Is it? You ever see Like Mike? Nope. Like Mike is a movie starring Bow Wow, uh, where apparently uh, baby Michael Jordan threw a pair of shoes up on a telephone wire, Uh and like they were struck by lightning. Oh. And so he puts on the shoes, and all of a sudden he can play like Michael Jordan.
1: (laughs) Oh, is it that easy?
0: Yeah, just that easy. Uh, It's called Like Mike. It was okay.
1: (laughs) What a ridiculous concept for a movie. Yeah.
0: I love it. Yeah. Uh, But the only thing Sean is into is cars. Cars and only cars. (laughs) And luckily, so is Twinkie, because of course he is. <laughs> and he's like, you like cars? I'm going to show you my ride. He goes, all right, let's see your ride. And they have a parking lot that looks like a vending machine.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, like, a bunch of cars kind of rotate, and then you get yours, and then mm-hmm. they drive it out. I would kill for that. I think, it's, I think it's cool. I cannot adequately explain to you what uh, Twink's car looks like. Okay. because it is a green what would you minivan almost like like it's like a mini cooper or something like that it's a green mini cooper and on the back and on the sides are three dimensional hulk fists hulk hands remember hulk hands that's what and they're just like mm-hmm. etched into the body it's the dumbest looking thing i've ever seen it really is it's truly atrocious um
1: And on the front, I believe the hood actually has the Hulk, like, detailed on the hood.
0: I honestly don't remember.
1: (laughs) I think there was like seven, like, fucking Hulk bobbleheads in there. It's... It's... He's got a gimmick. Awful. Uh,
0: But he loves it. And God bless you. So um, Twink takes him to an underground racing ring. Because if there didn't exist an underground racing ring... We would not have a film. That's true. Uh and we have and there are several shots like this. It's a very slow motion uh sway over the cars. Uh it's a montage of look at how cool everything is. It's very pornographic and like mm-hmm. all along the body of the car and then like the hot girls beside him and like look at look at our speakers.
1: Okay, did guys like cars before Fast and Furious? Yes. And Fast and Furious just turned that up to twelve? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, inside the racing city. Uh huh. Uh he meets Nila, the girl uh in his class, and she is flanked by um what's his name? Uh Takashi. <laughs> Takashi is gonna be our main bad guy. Uh Sean <laughs> is like Oh, yeah, look at you. You look like, uh, like a, lot, a lot of people around you. You're kind of like this place. It's uh, Justin Timberlake. And like the crowd's like, ooh. Like, that was the slam in 2006.
1: What? Why is this a bad thing? Like, like, oh, you're looking like Justin Timberlake. Thank you.
0: Well, because back then, I don't know. Justin Timberlake wasn't cool until Sexy Back.
1: When did Sexy Back happen?
0: Alexa, when did Sexy Back come out?
1: Sexy Back was
2: released on July eighteenth, two thousand six. A
0: month after this movie came out. So at this point, Justin Timberlake is still uncool. Uh he had he was he was still like the N Sync guy. Uh huh. And then his first album came out and it kinda sucked. Uh it was it came out with the Neptunes. So mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake like the way we described Justin Bieber from back in like two thousand and twelve. Oh. that was Justin Timberlake. Oh, uh,
1: Well, is the problem. If it comes out a month after this movie comes out, all the people who didn't make it opening day are going to see their, like...
0: Immediately dated, yeah.
1: ...immediately confused at this reference.
0: Um, So Takeshi is is just like, hey, you should leave. And they're like, hey, you should leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, no, I'm going to be a dick about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And Twink goes, hey, he's in league with the Yakuza. Like, he's part of the Yakuza. Don't fuck with him. I wouldn't. Because we can't have a movie in Japan without talking about the Yakuza. Yeah, why not? Uh, And then Sean antagonizes Takashi again by calling him Justin Timberlake again. Mm -hmm. And the the ultimate disrespect. And then he challenges Takashi to a race. He does not have a car. (laughs) My god. So Han, uh, who is part of Takashi's group, is like, here, I got a car, you do it. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, I I, I will drive this car. Uh-huh. And, and Twink is like, hey, uh, moron, this isn't a race race. It's a drift race. And he's like, whatever, I can cars. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a different kind of race. We race inside this parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a parking structure. And you're going to die is what's going to happen because mm-hmm. the corners are so tight. You're going to fuck it up. And he's like, alright, if you can give me a 30 second rundown on what uh, drifting is. And he's like, use the handbrake and pray to Christ. (laughs) Now, uh, here they call Takeshi DK, which stands for Drift King. That sounded cooler on the page than it did in real life. Uh, And he's, so, Sean goes, it's like, here they call him Drift King. And Sean goes, Drifting. What do you mean? Have you never played Mario Kart? No, be- beyond that. Drifting is a thing that happens. Yeah. You've probably done it accidentally. Like, mm-hmm. drifting is not some amazing, like, cool new Tokyo thing. Drifting happens. What do you mean you don't know what it is? It's
1: not the force, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so... He gives him that thirty second lesson because he doesn't know how to drift at all. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Use the handbrake. Pray to Christ.
0: Yeah, basically, they line up, uh, and then an eighteen year old Kyriu from the Yakuza Zero shows up, <laughs> drops the flag, and away they go. Sean very clearly has no idea what the fuck he's doing, and immediately smashes into a wall.
1: Yeah, he totals his car. It's like bowling the China shop with this car.
0: This, um, so this entire race takes place in the parking garage. And this kinda leads to the big flaw of this movie. Mm-hmm. The visuals are a big step down from Fast and the Furious 2. Cause like Fast and the Furious 2 was like the sprawling Miami, like look at the skylines mm-hmm. and then you can like crisscross in between traffic, you know, under the trucks and the big ass scramble and mm-hmm. like this cool thing. Here it is almost always one-on-one. True. And while the drifting can be technically very fascinating the way they fit the cars through the things and like drift down certain avenues Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
0: it doesn't really come across in this movie um or they don't use it to the best of its capability because a lot of these drifting races which there's not very many of
1: really because they felt like they went on forever they just
0: they're very long but there's not very many of them and all of them are kind of visually boring um... Wait, what do you think?
1: Yeah, because, like, one of them's at night, and I... You can't see much of anything because it's at night. But, like... Uh... And we're in a parking garage, so you're just looking at a lot of cement here, guys.
0: Yeah, so we're always either in a parking garage or... At one point, we're on a mountain.
1: And it's at night. And, and, it, it, and you it's at night. get to see the beauty that is Japan. Like, you don't get to see I was gonna the say, you if you see.
0: could race through, through a lit-up neon Tokyo at night... Beautiful. That would look... Brilliant, but we don't have that. We don't have any of that.
1: I mean, they tried it with, like, racing through Shibuya.
0: Yeah, but... which they, which we did get the one cool moment, and <laughs> we'll get to it when it happens. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's just not great. Um, the entire race is close-up faces of the main character, mm-hmm. a shot drifting around a corner, mm-hmm. uh, Sean running into a wall, and then the crowd getting into the elevator and going down a floor. That it's that it's that idea close-up face close-up face dk going around a corner Mm -hmm. sean smashing into a wall crowd going down face face turn wall crowd and that happens maybe six times Mm -hmm. in that order uh so uh sean loses and also fucks up his car long dick style
1: not that it matters
0: not that it matters, um, but he, he messes up the car externally. All the internals work. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently
1: Han crafted each piece by hand in the forges of a fiery the, planet. Of a dwarf
0: star where <laughs> Mjolnir was made.
1: I guess, because they were going on about it for like a couple minutes, but all I heard was white noise.
0: Yeah, and so they're just like, hey, you owe Han a lot of money. And he's like, I bet I do. Uh, Sean gets home super late on his first day because he's a piece of shit. And his father uh, gets up all in his face and is like you've been racing, haven't you? Drifting. (laughs) And he's just like, whatever, man. I don't even give a fuck. And he's like, I'm kicking you out of my house. I'm going to pick up the phone, and you're going to jail. And he's like, I want to go to jail. And he goes, then stop being an asshole. And then he doesn't kick him out of the house. (sighs) I would like to take this moment Uh to formally apologize to Paul Walker. (laughs) If you guys have been listening, I said I think it was last movie that Paul Walker is a great side man, not a great leading man. I miss him so terribly. <laughs> it it Lucas Black makes Paul Walker look like Marlon Brando. Like
1: I'm It's like the studio producers heard you and went, "Oh yeah." Yeah,
0: really? Like <laughs> I would like to formally apologize to the estate of Paul Walker (laughs) for this, this, what I've done. I will never take him for granted again. Rest in peace, King. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, so the next day Han shows up, like Sean's trying to go to school. Mm -hmm. Uh, keep in mind, high school kid, Mm -hmm. uh, Han shows up and he's like, Hey, get in the car. And Sean is like, I guess. (laughs) And he's like, you work for me now. And he's like, don't you work for Takeshi? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> shut up. He's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go. There's a, there's a bathhouse. You're going to go into that bathhouse. Somebody in there owes me money. Get me my money. And Sean's like, I guess. All right. Dumpty dumpty dum. Mm-hmm. He goes into the bathhouse. Now, I understand this is a PG-13 film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but inside a bathhouse, people are taking baths.
2: True.
0: And there are showers built into the walls. So people are taking showers. In the entire shower hall, everybody's wearing a towel. I get that. But everybody's still washing themselves in the exposed skin. (laughs) Come on, now. (laughs) Like, did you see see what I was talking about? Yeah,
1: okay, so you have to understand that it's not like American showers. These are sit-down showers where you sit on a little stool and, like, the water pours all over you so that way you can get all your crevices yeah. without like having to weirdly balance on yourself as you like get your crevices. Sure. Which is actually kinda clever in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But you're sitting on a towel, my brother. Like what is <laughs> happening here? Like why are you washing the towel along with yourself? It is
0: the most like I, I get it. I get it. It's PG thirteen movie. You can't um I mean, we see somebody blow up, and we see somebody get threatened with a gun, but God help you if you see a naked body. That's another podcast, folk. Follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Twitter.com slash empty square. I'll tell you all about it. Um, But
1: we see the procession, a woman's autonomy at risk, and her procession as a human being thrown into fucking mayhem.
0: But this, this is one step too far. (laughs) Um, But, like, if you can't show the inside of a bathhouse... Pick another thing. Like
1: I mean, he's still wearing a towel because he just got here. That I get.
0: That right? makes sense. Put it in a pachinko parlor. That's true. That's a traditionally Japanese thing.
1: Fun fact about pachinko. Did you know in Japan they outlawed gambling? And when they originally did that, pachinko technically is gambling. Because you put in like 1 yen and you might get back 10 yen, but it's like a penny versus 10 cents, sure. right? And they were just like that makes pachinko illegal, and they're like, yeah. And fucking Japan flipped its shit the same way Canada flipped its shit when they tried to take uh, fighting out of hockey. They're like, how dare you try to take our pachinko? <laughs> so they t- so legally pachinko, despite the fact that you are putting yen in and you might get yen out, is not
0: considered gambling. Yes, and that started the, <laughs> the great Tokyo riots. <laughs>
1: I just think it's funny what cultures are willing to go to bat for. Like, That's Canada is willing hilarious. to go to bat for the fighting in hockey. Not just hockey. Just the fighting. The fighting. And Japan will fucking fight you for pachinko.
0: True dad. <laughs> um, so. Uh, he goes up to the guy in the top and he's like, hey, um. Uh, Konnichiwa. Money. And the guy stands up and he's a big, like. Sumo-looking, Yokozuna-looking motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and Sean's just like,
1: heh hey, hey, hey. And he's got like ten grand worth of tattoos on his back. Yeah.
0: And so Sean is in a towel. We cut to the outside. <laughs> and Sean is thrown out like jazz in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. He hits the ground and he's fully dressed in his jacket.
1: It's very confusing.
0: So, which can, I can only imagine... He stopped and was like, get dressed. <laughs> I'll wait. Cool. He got the money too. I don't know how or why.
1: Well, the big chonky fellow was also dressed when he poked his head out. He was like wearing his uh, sumo stuff. So, all I can imagine is he got out of the tub and he was just like, go get dressed. And he was just like, okay. Real,
0: real hardcore dude, (laughs) Arshon. Uh,.
1: But he got thrown out
0: twice, which was kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, So Sean works for Han now, doing pickups and deliveries. And Sean says, look, I'll do this if you teach me how to drift. No, no, no. You're paying Han back for the damage you did to the car. Yeah. You don't get to negotiate. You're already paying back a debt. (laughs) Kick Sean Boswell into the sun!
1: Yeah, he's not only stupid, he's arrogant. Oh, my God. If anything, this is a slant against the American Americans And, well, we had it coming.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so, we, we, we kind of get, like, talking to... uh, With Han. You know, we kind of learn who he is. Neela shows up, kind of like, out in the street. And she's like, hey, you don't want to get mixed up in all this. You're too good for this. Mm-hmm. Leave. Now, y- you think... Immediately, she's talking about the Yakuza underground stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But in the very next scene, Han says that Takashi's not part of the Yakuza. His uncle is. He's got no connection. He's just trying to play a big tough guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Neela must know this. So she's not saying, get out of this gang warfare. She's just like, drifting isn't for you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Don't drift, asshole. I guess, man. Uh, <laughs> So, um, Sean asks, he's, he's talking about TK, or DK rather.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And he's like, hey, you know, it's, uh, he, he's just, he's a tough guy. You don't want to, you don't, I don't want to fuck with him. So I, I don't, he's my guy. Uh-huh. And then, so Sean's like, then why are you letting me race him? And he goes, cuz, your DK is kryptonite.
1: Is, is he? he? Like. When was that established?
0: He got his ass kicked in the last race. I have I have written here. No, the fuck he isn't. Did you not see him race Sean in the first hand and he got his ass kicked handily? Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: What is he doing that other people aren't doing?
0: I don't get. What do you mean you're his Kryptonite? That doesn't what make do, any sense.
1: What do? What? <sighs> it would make sense if like during the race he was doing perfectly and then he saw his face and his blind rage made him butts through a bunch of cars. Yeah.
0: No, he just he kept running into walls. Sean's not good at this kind of racing.
1: Again, bull in the China stop situation.
0: Oh my god! Anyway, so they drive super fast for some reason. Um,
1: they were just like, oh, if you drive h- faster than 180, the police cars can't catch you, so they just let you go. And that is not how the police yeah. works at all.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, they drive, and like Sean just hits the pedal to the metal, hits 197 kilometers. And he sees, like, the police uh, in a speed trap. He's like, oh, man. And the police clock him going 197. Mm -hmm. And they don't do anything. And even Sean's just like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And Han's like, yeah, the cruiser only goes 180. If you go faster than that, they don't even try.
1: That's not Ah, true.
0: Bullshit. Bullshit. They have
1: uh, white-gloved police officers on every corner. They would just figure out which way you're going and go, hey, there's a guy (laughs) doing 197. Mm -hmm. Find him. You'll know which one I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. They arrive at a club where they go backstage through a hallway. And then through More another door. Terrible music. Into another club. <laughs> and then from that club, Ugh. we go to Han's Garage, presumably in the same place.
1: All terrible songs
0: along uh, the way. The the one song, I, I believe it's called Hey Mommy. Uh... And the, the lyrics, I used to dance to this in Dance Central. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So when I heard it, I was like, I know that one. The lyrics, I believe, are, Hey, Mommy, you beautiful. Hey, Mommy, you beautiful. Hey, Mommy, you beautiful. Hey, Mommy, you sexy. Hey, Mommy, you beautiful. Hey, Mommy, you cute. I am cute, thank you. Yes, you are. Of course you are. <laughs> uh, but I don't call you Mommy for thank several Christ. reasons. And uh, I thank you for so, they get back to the garage, and he's like, hey, Sean, pick out a car you want. And he's like, why? He goes, because you're representing me, and I don't want you looking like a slob. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the next, we have another montage about Sean practicing drifting. And then it occurs to me, this is not a Fast and the Furious movie. Huh? This is not a racing movie. This is Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Because at one point, Han says, this is your Mr. Miyagi moment. Basically, this movie is a young plucky kid who goes up to uh, an, an 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 elder minority, and the minority teaches him how to do thing, like the force, and then he overcomes evil. This is he
1: overcomes his high school bully.
0: Over, yeah, overcomes his high school bully. You're right. So this is Karate Kid. This is Rocky. This is a sports movie, but the sport is drifting, Ugh. and it's bad. Uh, so. Bad. At at one point, like he's he's trying to drift, and he's got like a crowd of like Han's people, and he keeps crashing into shit, and they're like they're asking him like, "What do you see in this guy? Why is he here?" And sh- uh, like Han's got a look on him well, on his face like, "He is the one." <laughs> Somebody explain this to me.
1: He explains it to no one. <laughs> there are elderly fishermen who are just fishing on the same dock where he's learning. Who are just like nah. He knows no and ah, not of the drift, and I'm just like guys. Yeah, he could smack into you, and you guys could die.
0: (laughs) Could somebody do something?
1: Drifting isn't some magical Asian force.
0: Uh, Call
1: the police.
0: (laughs) So at at one point, uh, Sean asks Han. That's gonna be weird to say over and over again. Yep. Sean and Han. uh, Sean asks Han, "Is like if you don't drift to win, what do you drift for?" Um, if you
1: drift for nothing what will you drift
0: yeah for? and he says okay let me show you and so we cut to a scene of him drifting around a car doing perfect circles mm-hmm. around another car and inside like he does four or five revolutions gets out walks to the other car and inside the car are two women mm-hmm. and they give him their number so i imagine the answer to why do you drift is for the bitches
1: i mean isn't that why a lot of dudes are into cars? <laughs>
0: I've been watching a lot of Zachary Galloway. <laughs> uh, like, Is
1: that that prison guy?
0: Yeah, I like him. That's that's Chucky. Um, <laughs> but that's the only like. I, I was expecting like oh for the, to clear your mind to this that no no just for the women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh boy! Oh
1: shut your white devil mouth!
0: Yeah right. Uh, at one point, um, Sean's father comes home. Uh, oh, I, fr- I forgot this uh, a couple of scenes back I uh, this is kind of important even though it's not really important Sean comes out of his like little house and he sees his dad working on a car and he goes over and they like kind of have a terse talk and they're just like so do you cars and he's like I also cars can we cars this is how we fix this car neat and that's a little bonding moment and then that's it because now at this point in the movie Sean moves in with Han Oh, is it? Yeah, and he doesn't oh. tell his dad. Because at one point, his dad, like, comes comes in, and he sees that uh, Sean isn't there.
1: Oh, right.
0: And so, like, it cuts to Han. It's like, Han, you got a visitor. And it's Sean. And he goes, get this man a bunk. <laughs> uh. So that's that.
1: On the plus side, his dad gets his closet back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Sean asks Neela out on a date. And learns that when Neela's mother died, she moved into with Takashi's grandmother,
2: mm-hmm. and that's
0: kind of how they started their relationship. They were friends for a long time, and then they became romantically involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neela and Sean have this weird bonding moment where they go up onto like a mountain, and they just start like drifting around. And she's th- this is like she started talking about like when I was young, we would come up to this mountain, and just watch them drift. And she was like, it's the nostalgia factor. They're trying to make drifting sound so much cooler than it is. She's like 17. Yeah. She's
1: still young, guys. Like, from the time her mother died to now, the seven years does not make her an old woman now. Like, what what is happening? I don't
0: get it. So the next day, they, they, this is basically a date, but it's not really. They, they're kind of like hanging out. They don't kiss or anything. Mm. Uh, but the next day, Takashi shows up uh, and beats Seven Shades of Shit out of Sean. And he's like, stay away from her. By the way, nobody tries to stop this.
1: Yeah. like Nobody grabs a wrench or nothing?
0: They are surrounded by, like, nine of um, Sean's friends. Not a single one of them goes, no, wait, stop. Police, no. Uh, So they beat him up, and he's bleeding. And he's like, find a different driver.
1: Mm -hmm. And he stands
0: Mm -hmm. up, and he goes away. And Sean's just like, I'm okay. (laughs) And Han goes, well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You took his girlfriend out on a date. Uh, basically telling me, like, you deserve this, and I'm happy I saw it happen. <laughs> I wish to live long enough to see you die. <laughs> Making Han my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> um, Nila sees this and breaks out with Takashi, mm-hmm. and he threatens her with kind of vague, angry boyfriend words. Mm-hmm. And then she comes to live with Sean and Han. Uh, Takashi's... Uh, I'm sorry, I keep pronouncing his name different way. Takashi, Takashi, I believe it's Takashi. Uh-huh, uh-huh. um, his uncle shows up, shows up, the guy in the yakuza, and he's like, "Hey, uh, things are going well here." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, uncle, we're we're doing well." He goes, "Yeah." Then why is your friend stealing from you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Takashi's like, "He is," and we're like, "He is." Um, there is one scene. Where Sean looks and Han is taking money from somebody. They're exchanging money. And then the door is closed. That is our only... Implication. Implication that anything not on the up and up is going on with uh, Han and Takashi. Um, well,
1: we always knew Takashi was a sack of shit.
0: Yeah, but, but I should say on the up and up with the, the group. That's right. Um, so, they're just like, hey, your, your buddy's stealing money from you. Go fuck him up. <laughs> and he's like... Okay. <laughs> so Takeshi and his buddy Morimoto show up. That's not a joke because that's his name.
1: What's that his name? I
0: looked it up online. <laughs> I'm not making just this is a Japanese guy's name. His name is Morimoto. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, they go and they're just like, uh, it's like, ah, you're stealing money from me. And Han's like, dude, you know me. Like, we're cool. And then Takashi <laughs> takes out a gun, and he's like, "I guess we're not cool." <laughs> uh, Twink hits a button, and the uh, the gates slam down on some cars, giving them a, a half a minute to like punch him away, and dive into separate cars. We have Nila and Sean, and Han uh, are in two separate cars. Neela and Sean, and then Han, mm-hmm. and then Morimoto and Takashi are in two different cars. They race away. Uh, to
1: Shibuya we go. To
0: Shibuya we go. Um, Morimoto is up on Sean. Uh mm. and he is like driving up beside him and he's doing that thing where he's like driving into the b- beside him trying to knock him off the road. Remember like I said earlier oh, this man. was going to come back.
1: It's a fucking thing. It's it's a motif. It's a
0: fucking motif. Uh, um so like he drives in him and he's like trying to bash him a couple times and then he does it like too hard mm-hmm. and he loses control. And careens into oncoming traffic, and crashes horrifically. Uh, we don't see it, but presumably killing himself. Oh. Uh,
1: well, the car did explode. That so. not
0: not Morimoto's, I don't think. Oh, that's fine. Um, so Takashi's still chasing down Han as Sean and Neela swoop in to try and help. They speed through this big giant crosswalk in the middle of Tokyo.
1: You know the iconic one.
0: Yeah, yeah, the one you, you've seen a million times. Like they're driving through. And he was like, Sean, like he can do fucking anything about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's like 500 people and they're all just like, what? And they kind of like part the (laughs) Hixie. And so they drive and it's a perfect like curve. Mm -hmm. So he goes sideways and drifts perfectly along the curve that they set up, Mm -hmm. which is legitimately a cool feat. Like, yeah, it looks cool. And it's probably the coolest thing we see in the movie. It's no scramble, (laughs) but whatever.
1: But whatever. I mean, if you're going to do a drifting racing movie in Tokyo, well, all of Japan, you're going to do it in Shibuya Square, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Uh,
0: Takashi spins himself around, so he's driving backwards, and is now shooting at Sean. Sean is like, fuck that, and he spins away. uh, Loses control and crashes, but they're okay. They don't crash too hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Takashi is still driving backwards, shooting at Han now. Uh, And Han kind of ducks, loses control, um, gets up, but not in enough time until he gets T-boned in the side by a truck. Mm. And it spins him up and over uh, onto the roof. He's knocked out. There's gas leaking. Uh, Sean goes to run and get him out. And then the car explodes, killing Han. Presumably. This is the first time we ever see an on-screen named protagonist die in a Fast and the Furious movie. Is it? It is. Oh. Uh, unless you want to go with, um, uh, what's his name from the first movie? The little schizoid guy?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, he died. we shot him to death.
0: We did.
1: And then we killed like two Asian dudes on They were they, were they were bad guys. That's true. They were bad. Uh, yeah. This
0: is kind of like our, our, our first, you know, real one. We did have, I think his name was Jimmy. Uh, I don't remember. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> uh, but this, like, this is the one, and, and it's it's treated with a little bit of gravitas, mm-hmm. but not much. Sean and Neela get over the death of Han so fast.
1: Not really. Like
0: they do. Like they they look sad on the train. Yeah. They're just like, oh.
1: And then they go to Sean's dad' house,
0: right? Yeah. So they go to Sean's dad' house, basically asking for help. And then Takeshi followed them. Yeah. And um, he pulls a gun on him and he's just like, you, to Nila, get in the car. And Sean's just like, no, you're going to have to shoot through me first, I guess.
1: Well, he did beat the shit out of Takeshi before he pulled out the gun. Yeah. Right? So I assume that's the, you just killed Han, Peter.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then is just like, all right. I'll go with him. Uh, And then he's like, I'm still going to shoot him. And then you hear like a a, a gun cock behind him, and it's Sean's dad Mm -hmm. with his gun. He's like, you better leave. And he's like, I will. I'll see you next time when your daddy isn't there. (laughs) Arrest him. You're part of the military. We think. We think. Like, can't you do something?
1: I'm pretty sure this is illegal. Like, Japan has really strict gun control, so do yeah.
0: something. So, uh, Sean's dad does something and he's like, I'm getting you on a plane tomorrow. Fuck this. This is not, you gotta get out of here. And he's like, no, dad. I have to clean this up. This is my mess. And he's like, no, uh-uh. Stu- dumb. Dumb. Mm, dumb, dumb.
1: Oh, I have a dumb you, son. Oh,
0: I got, I got two stupid boys. <laughs> he's like, you're going on a plane now. He goes, no, dad. I have to fix this. And his dad's just like, I'm glad you're not repeating my mistakes. Get out there, son. <laughs> what? Dumb choices.
1: Dumb choices, yes.
0: Dumb ways to die. <laughs> Dumb ways to die. Um, I, and I, I have written here, this isn't a schoolyard fight. That motherfucker had a gun on you. It's true. Uh, so he goes back to um the Hans Hans garage and Twink is there and he's like I gotta do something to get him off my ass Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's like here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna talk to his Yakuza uncle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Twink is like that's the dumbest idea you've ever said Mm -hmm. and he goes I know but I don't have any other idea and Twink is like this isn't going to work and he's like yeah well I'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) And he's like, all right, well, here. And he, he opens up his car and takes out just a wad of cash. He's like, here's uh, the same amount of money that Han stole from uh, Takashi. Mm-hmm. This should help you out. And he's like, hey, don't you need this? And he goes, oh, man, I'll I'll just, man, I guess, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll be okay. Is he, like, he's destitute? Bow-wow. Like, why is he?
1: He's little bow wow. Little bow wow.
0: Little bow wow. <laughs> so, he's got money. Yeah, right? Is he (laughs) destitute? Is that why he's selling things? Is he poor? We know nothing about any of these characters. That's true. So, God. Um, He goes to his uncle's place, Takeshi's uncle's place. Mm -hmm. And Takeshi immediately is like, Why are you here? I'm going to kill you now. And he's like, I understand why you would, but also I have money. And he goes, Great. I'm going to kill you and take your money now. (laughs) Um, And his uncle's like, Ah, no. I want to see what the white boy has to say. And so he goes up to the yakuza guy and it's like, "Hey, I'm appealing to your good nature," and he just, like, he grovels, uh, like to the point, like just below dropping to his knees and going, "Please don't kill me." <laughs> uh, he's like, "Here, I have all the money. Just, just be cool and this. dude we can just go here's and you know what? I have, I have an idea that'll make this all better." Mm-hmm. and Yakuza is like I gotta hear this and he goes a race to which everybody goes fucking what mm-hmm. he goes here's what we do alright we race me and Takeshi mm-hmm. and it's a loser leaves town match <laughs> whoever loses has to leave Tokyo uh, to which the uncle uh, who should be like no why would I put my Nephew, through that, that's dumb. You're dumb, mm-hmm. but no, the uncle accepts
1: because he's just like, whatever, I'll just move him over to one city over. It's a small island, I guess. <laughs> um,
0: so they're like, awesome. So he leaves, they go back to Han's garage, and there's nothing left, mm-hmm. according to uh, um, uh, Twink. The cops came in and swept everything.
1: Finally, the cops are doing something.
0: When did the when were the cops aware that this place even existed?
1: Apparently when Han died, it was in his will. Yeah, it was just like,
0: oh, the cops took everything.
1: Why? (laughs) For what reason? To repay the cops. I don't know. know.
0: So there's one car left, and it's the car he beat to shit in the early early of the film. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, hey, uh, good news. The insides are fine, and it's a good car. Problem is, we do not have the time or resources to fix the outside, and it looks like shit. Uh, and so the guy goes, I have an idea. So remember that car he was fixing with his dad?
2: Mm-hmm. He
0: brings that, and he's just like, hey, why don't we use this car to fix that car? And his dad is apparently given up all hope on parenting. <laughs> so he's like, awesome. Let's do it. Just take it. So they put the good car inside the good car, and now we have a real good car.
1: <laughs> yeah, they take the shell off his dad's car and put it on the new car, which is not how cars work, because the wheels wouldn't I, match up or yeah. whatever. Uh, science be damned yeah. to make the whole thing
0: work. Science be damned! It raced good now. Um, we're almost done. Oh my god, this movie! Uh, we have yet another montage about fixing the car and tweaking it to race and drift well. Uh, so DK's uncle picked the racing, uh, location, and it's a big mountain.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so I think it's the same mountain they were on. During their date with Neela, I wasn't sure.
1: I don't know. It was dark. It was literally the middle of the night. Yeah.
0: And so Sean is like, all right, this seems nice. I can do this. You
1: got Mount Fuji, beautiful vistas, and you chose to do this at night.
0: It looks like, yeah. Um, And he's like, hey, um, you know, this this place looks good. Uh, I can probably do this. And Twink is like, you know why he picked this? And he goes, you know the answer is no. You
1: know, must know my answer is no.
0: And he goes, because this big mountain, only one person has ever gone all the way down without crashing and dying. And it's DK. <laughs> of oh, it course fun. it is. What's I that? I
1: thought the only person who made it to the end was Han.
0: No, it was DK. It was a DK? That's why they chose it.
1: Uh.
0: Um, so that night at Dramatic Mountain O'Clock, uh, <laughs> Sean waits for the race to begin, and we explore the mountain track, and the way they do it is by way of people recording it using their phones. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is 2006 or 2013 apparently. Everybody's recording it using their flip phones <laughs> and I don't know how young our audience is. <laughs> but do you remember the camera on a flip phone? Oh it's bad. Postage stamp size video. <laughs> you and like of, of course like we watch this in 4K. <laughs> Uh, and it's like beautiful shots of the road and everything, (laughs) it would not in a million years look that pretty. No. Are you kidding?
1: It would be super pixelated.
0: Uh, so...
1: Like, here's my question. If we got retconned into 2013, why does anybody have an iPod? Why does, yeah. Why do you have flip
0: phones? Why do you have an iPod? Why do you have a flip phone? Why do you have... Any of this. Any of this thing.
1: This stuff is outdated by like five, ten years. The iPod went out of style when the iPhone came about.
0: And yet, they do it anyway. Uh, So, they get ready. The race begins. Uh, DK takes an early lead, but then gets overzealous and kind of drifts too shallow and runs into some other cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, In his frustration, he starts running up against Sean's car, kind of like trying to smash him off the road. Because that works so fucking well for Morimoto. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to sum this thing up real, real quickly. Mm-hmm. This sh- this scene goes on for 10 minutes. So like long. this is the climax of the film and it's boring. It's so boring. It's so boring. It's and so there's boring. not a- this is where I I kind of realized there's not a lot of drifting in this movie. Like they drift around corners, but you would anyway. Yeah,
1: cuz that's like, how corners work.
0: Yeah. Um so there's not a lot of like that technical drifting where they like drift up uh like a a rotate like a a curved ramp and like stuff like that through tight corners. None of that's here. Um so DK eventually T-bones Sean, just trying to push him off the road, but Sean kinda backs out and like uh gets himself back on straight. And so now Sean is the one trying to run DK off the road. Um and I have here this is less of a drift race and more of a burnout three takedown kind of thing. Remember burnout three takedown you ever play that game? No, I didn't that game was Dope.
1: It was fun?
0: Yeah, it was all about like crashing into stuff and like making the biggest crash you could. Oh. It's so much fun. Um. So after one more big attempt to run down Sean, TK actually oversteers and runs his car off the mountain to the ground below. Mm-hmm. Plummeting. <laughs> to his death. Three or four stories. And he lands like directly on the front of his car. And the crowd is just like, <gasps> yay! Presumably at a man's death.
1: We never see him again. Yes, I we do. Do we?
0: Yes. So they cheer, and Sean, like, kind of spins out, and he wins the race, obviously. Uh, DK, like, crawls out of the car, and he's just like, Uh, you damn gaijin. <laughs> the word gaijin gets used a lot in this movie. Uh, and gaijin, I believe, just means white person. Yeah,
1: foreigner.
0: Wife. Um, And I, I believe it's kind of, like, used derogatorily.
1: Yeah, but, like... It just me. I mean, it's not polite to say to somebody, yeah, um, but, like, it's not like people it's not, died yeah.
0: to the... But they, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, go on.
1: It's, like, calling you a cracker. Like, yeah, it's probably impolite for me to call you that, but... and
0: But they make it seem like a big deal here. Like, because they call, um, they call Sean Gaijin all the time. <laughs> And Nila is like, stop calling him that. I hate that word. Because that's what they called me.
1: You are a gaijin. You are a gaijin. You came from, I presumably, Australia. A gaijin. Yeah. Foreigner. Fun fact, apparently, my, my very white Japanese teacher went. He spent some time in Japan. And apparently, one time, he was in the grocery store. And a little boy looked at him and be like, Mommy, look, gaijin, gaijin. Oh. And she picked up her son and just booked it.
0: <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um... So, Sean wins the race, obviously, and he gets crowned the new DK, or Drift King. Anything. This is the end of the movie. Thank Christ. But then... Oh, no! In what is so obviously, nakedly, a scene shot in post, uh-huh. they're at the same, like, underground hangout party. Uh-huh. By the way, um, I guess uh, Takashi had to leave Tokyo.
1: Which means his commute is marginally longer. yeah. Uh-
0: because, like, there's a scene where, like, the, the Yakuza guy gets right up in Sean's face and goes, ah, You're free to go.
1: Thank you for giving me an excuse to throw my nephew out of my house.
0: So, <laughs> you know, Sean's leaning up against his car. He's got his his new girlfriend. And they're like, awesome. And Twink is just like, hey, man, there's uh somebody here. He wants to, to race you. And he's like, dude, I got... No, I don't want to. I'm tired. I'm already the Drift King. Fuck off. And he goes, yeah. Says he knows Han. He says Han was uh, a part of his family. And so Sean is just like, yeah, all right. That, that sounds fun. <sighs> so John gets in his car and lines up on the road. We follow his car. We see the new the, the new guy's car. We go up and into the window. And who is Sean's new opponent? Dominic fucking Toretto. Hey, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. What up, boy? How did so, we
1: convince you to be in this movie? I will
0: tell you. Uh, so Sean says, hey, uh, that's a nice car. where would you get it? He goes, yeah, uh, I, uh, I won it from Han a couple years ago. And Sean was like, I didn't think uh, Han was into American muscle. And Dom goes, he was when he was rolling with me. I guess meaning that at one point, Dom and Han were, like, buddies. Which is why I think they pushed this as a sequel, like a... They put this up to 2013. Uh Because by saying Han and Dom were, like, a thing, Uh we don't actually get to see any of that. Yeah. So now we got to do that. Anyway, um, they get ready for the big race. Uh, We get the, the three, two, one. Flag drops. The race goes... Fade to black. Rocky 3 ending. The evil Takeshi is defeated. Sean has grown up, I guess. He gets the girl of his dreams, and Han is avenged. Everyone's happy. Curtain down. I hate this movie. It's so bad. It's so loud. It's It's
1: annoying. How are you loud and annoying?
0: It's it's everything that I didn't like about the first Fast and Furious movie. Uh Uh-huh. Multiplied by ten, like it, it's it's, but without the charm and like stupidity of the first movie. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, it's got the stupidity. I take that back. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> <sighs> it's how how do you smell loud and annoying? Just like how how <laughs> I I am Japanese trash and I hated this movie.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought you might like it a little bit because it does take place in Tokyo. I mean.
1: Shibuya is a beautiful city. Right? Yeah,
0: it's a beautiful locale. They just don't use any of it. They
1: just don't use any of it. It's not a city, it's like a thing. But still, like what? What? So what?
0: I I gave I gave the second one a six. I think I I gave the first one a four. Mm-hmm. I think I got to give this one a 2. I was
1: about to say 2 out of 10 would not watch again.
0: 2 out of 10, really? You too, eh? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But um, it's
1: loud, annoying, confusing. The set design is awful. The music is awful. The acting is atrocious. The... Uh, I'm.
0: So, oh, God.
1: <laughs> this is possibly a naked cash grab. Like, what? It
0: really is. <laughs> um, so why is Dominic Toretto... In this movie, when he's not in this movie,
1: yeah. What the fuck?
0: So the movie did end at the end there with um,
1: fist bump for, uh Breakfast Club.
0: Yeah, style. the the final shot of him's like, "You're the new DK now, Roman," um, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah!" And then that was it. But test audiences hated this movie. As hated they it. Should because it's bad because it 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 really holds no connection. To Like I said, it, it, there's no even tenuous connection of the first couple until the very end where you see Dominic Toretto. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what if we get Vin Diesel back for a cameo? Uh, then they'll love us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, they ask Vin Diesel and he's like, w- w- will you come and just do a spot on this movie? And he mm-hmm. said, I will on one condition. In lieu of pay, I want the rights to Chronicles of Riddick.
1: Why?
0: Because Vin Diesel loves the Chronicles of Riddick. He made his own video game, uh, and he made uh, he loved the movies so much, and he wanted to make a third one. Because there's Pitch Black and there's the Chronicles of Riddick. Uh huh. And he just loved that series so much. He wanted to make another one, but they wouldn't fund it. So he's like, "I will fund it myself. I will put my money into it. Uh huh. But I want the rights to the to the movie, and I will do that. If you give me the rights, I will do Fast and the Furious 3. And they did. Which is why there's a third Riddick movie called Riddick. And which is why Dominic Toretto is in this third one. Uh And that one little scene probably butterfly affected Uh into this whole Fast and the Furious series we have now.
1: Did he save this franchise? Yes. In an attempt to save Riddick?
0: Yeah, no, basically. What the hell? Um, but that is why. Oh god. This we have this to last watch scene. Riddick, don't we? What's that? Oh
1: god, we have to watch Riddick. Now nah, Riddick's
0: only a trilogy. We don't have to fuck with that if we don't want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is why Vin Diesel is in this movie, mm-hmm. and that's why the end scene is so weirdly out of place. Mm. It mm. feels like the after-credit scene of a Marvel movie. It does. But before the credits, like
1: hold. he was. Asked to join the street racing initiative.
0: <laughs> Would you like to join the Fast and the Furious initiative? <laughs> uh, and the answer, apparently, was yes.
1: Don't, do we ever see this kid again?
0: We do. Fast 7.
1: 7? He comes back? He does. Is he less of a wang?
0: I don't know. We'll have to find out.
1: Oh, God. We have to find out.
0: We will find out.
1: Please, Lord.
0: So this less of a wang. was the end of the Fast and the Furious series. Uh, for quite a number of years. For the longest time. Oh, For the longest time. Uh, um, Fast and Furious. Um, uh, Fast and Furious 4, uh, I suppose, would be the title.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. Which then became Fast and Furious. Came out in 2009. Uh-huh. And it was the attempt to revitalize the series. Um, this is where it becomes less of a street racing movie mm-hmm. and becomes more of an action movie. The original cast returns. Um, it is starring Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Jordana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, all all your favorites.
1: Anna Lucia is
0: here. Anna Lucia is here, and uh, this is uh, the lady who plays. I know what. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save it. No, I'm gonna save I'm it, gonna it for sh- next sh- sh- week. No, because nope. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm talking about the lady who plays Giselle. Um, It is directed by Justin Lin, and we're going to try this again. But that is for next week. So join us again if you've liked what we're doing. Uh, If you are so inclined, if you like who we are and you want to follow up on, uh, on Twitter, see what else we have to say. You can follow me at empty square e m p t y s q u a r e cutes. You
1: can find me at aquadia underscore thing in the doobly do.
0: Thing in the doobly do. Uh, if you uh, like what we do and you want to see it continue, mm-hmm. um, all and and you you got money burning in your pocket because that uh, stimulus check came in. And you're like, I want to give all $600 of it to Mitchell. No. Um, (laughs) If you want to give any amount of money, we would absolutely love you for it. You can go to patreon.com slash emptysquare. Uh, There are several tiers you can get to. You get cool stuff uh, every single time, wherever you feel like. Um, There's that.
1: Brought to you by sponsors like
0: you. Brought to you by sponsors like you. We absolutely love everybody who does that for us. Thank you very much. Um, And if you don't have the money or you just don't feel like it, but you like us enough to keep listening, Mm -hmm. like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Uh, That keeps us going. Uh, I watch our view count very closely Mm -hmm. because I have a sickness. (laughs) Um, So every single one, just know whenever you watch it and you see like our view count go up from 13 to 14, I'm on my phone going, (laughs) yay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's uh, you can check me out on TikTok. <laughs> I'm at Empty Square on TikTok. Um, I don't do anything, but I have it. Uh, I think that's it. Kids, do you have anything you wanna you wanna push through? Uh,
1: nope. Just don't watch this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is not a. This is not a good. Don't go watch this one.
1: watch Crazy Rich Asians instead.
0: Yeah, go watch two again. That yeah. was okay. Yeah. But I'm okay. We'll see. Uh, well, next time we'll find out. If this movie can pull itself out of the fucking donk it's in.
1: It must be. We saw Hobbs
0: and Shaw. Sure. Uh, but until next time, thank you very much for watching. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.